0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of 206 Geek. I am your host, Todd, the 206 Geek. And I have a few things to talk about today. And today is episode number 39. All right. Hey, yeah. Uh, So, gosh, lots happened since I recorded last. I went and saw a, I went and saw, uh, oh, man, brain fart. I went and saw Captain Marvel with my big sister. I don't, get, I don't really get to spend a lot of time with her as much as I'd like. Uh, and <clears throat> Last weekend was St. Patrick's Day weekend. So I went over and, and hung out with family because my grandmother on my mom's side was from Ireland. So it's a really big thing for our family. So I went and did that. And then um, you know it was also my grandniece's first birthday. And, uh, happy birthday, Maeve. She's one years old. She is the cutest little kid you've ever seen in your life. Um, my sister's grandbabies are cuter than yours. (laughs) So, you know, yeah, I have a few things to talk about. So I'm going to talk about Captain Marvel. And, uh, I, and I, I finally was able to, to watch Mary Poppins Returns last night. Rented it. (coughs) And, uh, yeah, see, there's a few other things to see. We got, um, we got some news about, um, Bill and Ted 3. And, uh, I guess Apple has a new streaming service coming out soon. And then we have, uh, looks like Shazam beats out Aquaman in preview screening box office. You know, I think, I think Shazam is going to be like the biggest. If not one of the biggest DC EU movies ever, assuming they consider it a DCEU movie um, let's see here. and then some school in in New Jersey did a production uh, of of Alien, as in like you know face huggers and chest bursters, alien. So yeah, how cool is that? I wish I would to that high school. Would have been terrifying to see live in in, in your auditorium. And then a, a apparently there's two episode trailers for uh Jordan Peele is doing the revival of uh of uh The Twilight Zone. So those are the things I'm going to be talking about today. And uh so yeah, I, I'm looking forward to, to uh, seeing Shazam for sure, and I'm definitely looking forward to seeing um, Bill and Ted 3. Oh my god, that's I never thought we were going to get another one of those, to be honest. And um, let's see, um, this is what it says here, this was on, the Nerdist, on Nerdist.com, it says here, catch you later Bill and Ted, almost three decades ago. Excuse me, after three decades after their music promised to save the universe, we really get we we really will get to catch up on our favorite pair of clueless rockers again. Uh we're headed for a most excellent adventure with the Wild Stallions and Bill and Ted Three No Way question mark. Yes way exclamation mark. <laughs> what happened to Theodore Ted Logan and Bill s Preston Esquire over these over these years which old faces will join them in their in their next journey here's everything we know about them the, the film so far the title and premise uh, the third film in the franchise will be called Bill and Ted face the music because it will reveal the now middle-aged dads never delivered the promised Utopian bringing music. Wow! Since they never actually got around to making it, oops. That's yeah. That sounds like something Bill and Ted would kind of forget. He, he, although you know Ted never forgets to wind his watch, but they forgot to write the music. That's that's brilliant. Um. Then it goes on to say, according to screenwriter Ed Solomon. Uh, the movie will see them trying to make that right. They travel back in time to watch their younger selves, which means we could see three pairs of Teds and Bills on screen together. Solomon said uh, we'll see footage from the original 80, 89 movie that ha- that has George Collins, Rufus, and and the Circle K, where the strange things are always seem to be afoot. That's awesome. I'm so glad they found a way to have Rufus in the movie again. Uh, rest in peace, George Carlin. Um, I'm that's me saying it, not this article. <laughs> um, and it says here, writers and director, uh, the f- the film will be directed by Dean Prescott, uh, who did Galaxy Quest, with the original character creators and writers Ed Solomon and Chris Matheson. Matheson? Matheson? Matheson, that's how you say it. Matheson. I'm terrible at these, apparently. Um, Both returning to pen the script. Uh, The duo worked on the screenplay for ten years. So you, know, this means, if they worked on this this screenplay for 10 years, this is going to be a great movie. Oh my god, it will be a great movie. Um, that's me saying that, not this article. <laughs> um, the, then it goes on to saying, but they couldn't find funding. Most people they approached wanted to do a reboot instead of another sequel, which would have been totally bogus. I agree. I think <coughs> <coughs> although a reboot wouldn't be a a terrible idea, but let's have one more with with uh the original actors. <coughs> Excuse me. You know what? Uh I apologize. I'm going to go ahead and take a a cough drop and put it in my mouth. Hopefully the clicking in my in my mouth won't be as bad as me coughing. So, I'm going to do this real quick. Oh, wow, I do apologize in, in advance because I'm pretty sure it's going to be loud. All right, maybe it won't. I'll just have it in my cheek, and I'll just—I won't be sucking on it the entire time. I'll just have it sitting there, sitting in my cheek, and maybe that will be enough. All right, so I'll go ahead and share this story, so you guys can read the rest. And uh, I have another related story to tell you anyways. So let's go ahead and share this on the Facebook page. Facebook.com slash 206geek. So you can check it out for yourself. You can also go to 206geek.com and see it because it will be cross-posted there. And on Twitter. Alright. So the next thing that's on the Bill and Ted 3 table. It looks like it's been confirmed that William Sadler returning as death. I'm sorry, sir. They mildened me. Um, it's probably my favorite line in that whole movie. That That is another one. Uh, that was Frank Welker, by the way. He did Station. Um... You know, the great Frank Welker. Um, And in case you haven't heard me go on about how awesome Frank Welker is, he is the voice actor who is responsible for such characters as Soundwave, Megatron, Rumble, and Frenzy. That's just from Transformers. And then he goes on to doing things like the monkey from Aladdin and and Curious George. He's the voice of Fred and Scooby on Scooby-Doo. And uh, he's Garfield. He's Ray Stans and Slimer on Real Ghostbusters. All right, just leave it there. You can you can go on to IMDb and search for Frank Welker and just see the thousands—well, maybe not thousands, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of uh, entries for things he's done. So, but yeah, it looks like it looks like Death will be back in 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 uh, in Bill and Ted Three. That's awesome. Excellent. All right. And then the next story on my list of things to talk about was um uh lrmonline.com posted this, here are the shows apple showed off for their Apple Plus streaming service. Oprah what Where's the list? I'm not seeing a list. Oh, it's a video. Well, you know what? I'll just share this, and you guys can watch the video. I don't really. Want... I was hoping it was gonna show like a list of things I can read off the list. So, Apple's getting putting their foot in the the ring for uh, streaming services to compete with Netflix, Hulu, Disney. Uh, CBS All Access, Amazon Prime, these are all things you know. Who who needs cable when you have high speed internet? And you know, and hell, if you have uh, if you have, uh, I think well, with this one, you'll probably need a an Apple device, but. I think there's a lot of devices out there that allow you to stream multiple services that I had mentioned. So that would be cool. Go ahead. I shared that so you guys can check it out for yourself. Next on the list here, Shazam beats Aquaman in preview screenings um, box office. Well, that just means that Shazam is going to be really, really good, and it's going to do even better when they finally release it next month. Which is what, like next week. So I think it's coming out April fifth or fourth. So it's like the first week of April. We're gonna have, we're gonna have um, the Sh- Shazam movie coming out, and you know, it's it's for someone like me who's who's old enough to remember, uh, Shazam wasn't always called Shazam. I think DC lost the rights to the to the name Captain Marvel, um, but. The original Captain Marvel um, was done for, on a, if I remember reading on Wikipedia correctly, and this could be incorrect information because I didn't see, I didn't verify the sources, but I'm sure there are citations there. Um, but Shazam was created around the same time as Superman. And it was created by a company that wasn't DC or Marvel. Uh, DC I think acquired that company and um, continued that version of Captain Marvel and then Marvel Comics created their own version of Captain Marvel and then there was a I guess there was a little bit of a legal battle between the comp- between the two companies and I think how it worked with with DC is they didn't really I don't think they Bought the rights. I think they leased the rights, or they the original owner still owned it, but um, they were leasing it, or they were giving permission to DC for for creating comics using that likeness in the name. And I think in the last decade or so, something happened where DC forgot or they didn't care. And they lost the rights to the to the name Captain Marvel. So they decided to start calling the hero Shazam instead of Captain Marvel. In the original, Captain Marvel uh, was his name, and Shazam was the wizard who gave him his powers. If you've seen the trailer for the movie, it says, "Say my name, and you will get my powers," and. He, Billy Batson says Shazam and then he turns into the superhero. If you have DC universe, you can watch the original seventies Shazam live action show. Um, it's very seventies, uh, action adventure for little kids. So you're warned about the dialogue and the, the big hair (laughs) and the, uh, the in the in the dialogue is yeah. It's nostalgic for me because I remember watching this show when I was really little. I mean like three, four, five years old. But I watched like the first ten episodes. I'm like, wow, I remember all these actors. This is terrible. <coughs> but um <laughs> And, and there was a lot of lot of uh, lot of guest stars on there who were big name um, actors, I think, at the time. Or they were there were people that I remember seeing in a lot of other things at the time. So, yeah, no. If you, like I said, if you have DC Universe, watch it. It's it's worth watching at least one or two episodes. More if you have nostalgia for it. Um. Not to mention, I think this weekend, or maybe, that's no, it's today, I think. Today, I'm going to post this today. I think today is the day. Hold on, let me double check. Let me pull it up real quick, because I I just remembered seeing this. and I remember sharing it on Facebook. Let me actually see if I can find it on Facebook. I might be able to. Um, DC Universe is allowing people to watch everything Batman for free. Uh, One day only, though. So you can go in and watch the entirety of Batman the Animated Series in HD. You can watch uh, Young Justice, all three seasons of it HD. The original Teen Titans. Well, that's assuming you actually get services. You can watch those too. But uh, no, just the Batman stuff you can watch in HD. I'm sorry I got distracted I was like ah oh, Young Justice But uh no all the stuff that's Batman related Actually that might include Young Justice because Batman's a part of that. Um let's see here. Uh 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 where is it? Scrolling down, waiting for the page to load let's see here. Posts. I remember. I think. It, I want to say it's. I want to say it's today, the twenty fifth. But I'm thinking it's probably this this coming weekend. I don't remember. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, scrolling. Loading. Loading. Come on. Here we go. Oh, uh, here it is. This was posted on Newsarama uh, in honor of Batman's 80th anniversary, DC Universe. I love it when this happens. I'm starting to read something, and the page finishes loading, in which you know all the images load and it readjusts everything. Starting on starting. At midnight Eastern Standard Time, Saturday, March 30th. So this coming Saturday, so you haven't missed it yet. Good. The free streaming day will last for 24 hours until 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So midnight Eastern Time would be West Coast 9 p.m. So... So here's a list of all the things you'll be able to watch. Batman from 1989. Batman and Mr. Freeze Sub-Zero. Batman and Robin. Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond the Return of Joker. Batman Forever. Batman Ninja. Batman Returns. The Batman vs. Dracula. Batman vs. Robin. The Batman. Batman Assault on Arkham. Batman Gotham Knight. Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Batman: Mystery of the Batwoman, Batman the Ma- Batman the Animated Series in HD. That's a first time for that, by the way. I don't think I don't think you can get that on D- on Blu-ray, but it is available for streaming on here. Um, Batman: The Brave and the Bold, Batman: The Dark Knight Part One and Part Two, Batman: Under the Red Hood. Batman Year One, Gotham by Gaslight, great movie. Justice League. Justice League Unlimited. Justice League Flashpoint Paradox. Justice League War. Justice League vs. Teen Titans. Justice League Crisis on Two Earth. Justice League Doom. Justice League Gods and Monsters. Justice League The New Frontier. Justice League Throne of Atlantis. L- Legends of the Superheroes. Legends of the Superheroes. Oh my god. I never saw this as a kid. If I would have seen it as a kid, it would have been like great nostalgia for me. I watched it. It has Adam West as Batman and it has Burt Ward as Robin. And that's the only redeeming quality of this thing. It is a live action super, uh, super friends. The dialogue is terrible. The action is laughable. Unless you're a little kid. I think it's really designed for little kids. Um, there's two parts to it. There's the the kind of the hour that is like the action adventure blah 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 these are the things happening. Then the second hour is a roast. Like a Dean Martin roast, but with superheroes and supervillains. And it was terrible. Oh my god, it was terrible. All right, the next on the list is The New Adventures of Batman. The New Batman Adventures. Son of Batman, Super Friends, all of it, all nine seasons of Super Friends, Superman, Batman, Apocalypse, Superman, Batman, Public Enemies, oh, and there's a huge list of comic books you can read, too, but I'm not going to read them all, because that's a lot of comics, um, But suffice to say that if you're a Batman fan and you want a chance to check out DC Universe without spending any money, even though it's only $9 a month, folks, 75 a year, if you like anything DC put out in the last, oh, I don't know, 80 years, it's all in there, man. They have comic books, they have TV shows, they have movies, they have a lot of you know original content about the other things on there as well they have like they have behind the scenes stuff they have um like podcast type shows that are on camera I don't know if you like i said if you like d c you'll love d c universe it's well worth the money to, I don't have a lot of money coming in every month, and I spend the eight or nine dollars a month on getting DC Universe, because I like watching it. I've been watching Doom Patrol. I didn't know who Doom Patrol was before watching this. I heard of Doom Patrol, but didn't have any ideas as to what it was about. I heard that, how I found out about Doom Patrol was, I was listening to Kevin Smith on one of his podcasts and he said that Doom Patrol is where Marvel got their idea for the X-Men. I was and I was thinking, well, that means that it's worth checking out because I love X Men. So, so I will. This has already been shared to the Facebook page. This was shared on oh, what day was this? This was published on the twenty third. So two days ago, I posted this. So this coming Saturday, the thirtieth, you'll be able to get access to everything Batman. Well, everything I read anyway. Batman, and uh, I guess I guess Batman's interactions on Young Justice wasn't sufficient for them to include Young Justice as part of that, or uh, Teen Titans for that matter. Oh, that matter. Let's see, and then, oh yes, and then we have um, the trailer for Dora the Explorer, Dora and the Lost City of Gold. I was not. At all, like, interested in in seeing it because Dora the Explorer was a preschool show and, and it was, you know, never something I ever saw because all the youngsters in my life were, like, now adults when Dora the Explorer was a thing. So, like, my youngest siblings and my niece were the youngest members of my family, and they were too old to watch Dora the Explorer, so I never watched it. However, I did finally see the trailer last night. I said, you know what, I'll check out the trailer. Because chances are it's going to be for adults as well as kids. I can't imagine it would be one, one two hour long episode of Dor- of this girl talking to the camera and her monkey. So, And you know what, I think I'm going to see it. It looks like it could be an interesting movie. And it looks like there's going to be some funny stuff in there too. Alright. So back to the to the stuff on my list of things to talk about. The, uh, the high school... This was posted on, on, on the Nerdist website. I'll go ahead and share this now so you guys can see for yourself. I don't know. I I think it's cool that a school is allowing a production like this because, let's be honest, Alien is not something I think... I don't know. I, I think it's it's one th- it's one thing for a parent to allow their teenager to see a movie like this if they're not like over eighteen. Because if I recall, this movie is rated R. The fact that they're doing a a play equivalent of the movie <laughs> is incredible. This is what the article says. High school plays are usually the classics, a little Greece here, a little arg town there. Maybe they decide to be edgy. A high school might perform Dracula, Buto go truly out, but oh, typo. But to go truly out of this world, <laughs> it's it actually spelled BUTTO. They didn't put a space between but and two. This is butto. Go <laughs> go, truly out of this world. Uh, a school decided to perform a rendition of Alien. New Jersey's North Bergen High School has just uh, raised the bar for uh, school plays by staging a version of the original 1979 Ridley Scott classic Alien, complete with H.R. Giger-esque Xenomorphs suit that puts some of the best cosplays at any Comic-Con to shame. There's actually a video here. Hold up. I gotta play this. Oh, come on. Okay, it's just showing somebody in his, you know, costume chasing somebody. Okay. That's actually pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Oh, wow. Okay. So I will go ahead and share this. So you guys can check it out for yourself. And you can watch the video for yourself. Because all you hear is the, the intense music. You see the, the alien climbing over some boxes. And kind of creeping around. And then being chased off by what looks like might be Ripley. Um, you know, it's really funny. I, I, I'm I not ashamed to admit it. Because uh, I don't like suspense movies. But I've never seen any of the alien movies in their entirety. I think I've seen bits and pieces here and there, but I've never watched, (coughs) (coughs) excuse me. (coughs) I've not watched more than like maybe three minutes at a time because that music is so intense and it freaks me out so bad that, um, I have to find something funny or lighthearted to watch. After even that much exposure to those movies, because otherwise I have, <clears throat> I have the worst nightmares ever, um, straight up like night terror type stuff. Yeah. Um. Speaking of of scary shit, um, I don't know if I'll be watching any of the new Twilight Zone because I've seen Get Out and that movie scared the ever living piss out of me. If you've not seen it, see it. I mean, it's worth watching. Um, if I was more into horror movies, I'd probably end up buying it. But uh, Jordan Peele did a fantastic job with that movie. Um, it touches on social issues as well as just... It's fucking scary, dude. And it talks... Oh, man. I, I was listening to an interview with him yesterday. And... um the sunken place is, is what he calls it when he's having like you know a a day where his depression is is kind of <coughs> kind of <coughs> excuse me kicking his ass and I'm like I, I I didn't make that connection until they were talking about it <coughs> I need to go back and rewatch that movie apparently even though I really don't want to because that movie was freaky. Um, but yeah, he's apparently the showrunner and the, the host for the new Twilight, <coughs> excuse me, the new Twilight Zone. And, uh, I guess we have, uh, two episode trailers for, uh, that here and see, this was on coming I'll go ahead and share it so you guys can see the, the trailers for yourself, it looks like it's it. you know what it uh, the uh, Twilight Zone is going to be on CBS All Access. It looks like it, I don't know if it's going to be on TV, it might only be you know, let me, let me actually look at the article here, Let's see what it says. Uh, it says the original Twilight Zone took viewers to another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. Created by Rod Serling, it was a journey into the wondrous land of imagination for five years on CBS from nineteen fifty nine to nineteen sixty four. The Godfather of Science Fiction series of, of the science fiction series, the show explored humanity's hopes, desires, prides, prejudices. And metamorphic ways conv uh in in, in, metam- in metamorphic ways conventional dr- could not. A, a yeah, okay, a conventional could not. Okay. Uh in nineteen eighty three Steven Spielberg produced a big budget anthology ver- film version Twilight Zone, the movie. Directed by Spielberg, John Landis, and Joe Dante, and George, and George Miller, the show was revived on by CBS in, in the nineteen eighties, and ran for three seasons, helmed by the likes of William uh, Friedkin, uh, Atom, Eugen, Igonian, I don't know, and Wes and Wes Craven. Uh, it was revived again on UPN and hosted by Forrest Whitaker in the 2002 for one season. I don't think I ever saw that version. I didn't. I was not aware of it. Forrest Whitaker. Wow. I may have to see if I can find that. <laughs> UPN. Back before it was called uh, WB. And now it's CW. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so I'll go ahead and share this so you can see the trailers for yourself. And, um, we'll see what else is on the feedly list of things to talk about. Sorry for the, the cough drop. It's either that sound or me coughing. So I apologize. and I got an email I should probably mute my phone here that's done Let's see the craft is getting a reboot as well well with 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 um Charmed getting a, a, a reboot. I don't. I am not surprised that the craft is getting a reboot as well. Um, ooh, here we go. The mid, the Legends of Tomorrow mid-season sizzle trailer released. What? All right, here I'm going to play this for you guys. Hold on. I need to fix the sound on this. Start over. Hit play. Here we go. to feel safe ah! well, who needs the trinity anyway the legends are, are super enough i'm steel you're the adam there is nothing we cannot handle rally the troops we are going to mexico uh, let's prepare ourselves to wrestle ah! this isn't playtime you twits we is using fear to open up the gates of hell. Attention. The store will be closing in five minutes. This is insane. You bet your ass it is. My friends and I here are time travelers. We've kidnapped Nixon and we're headed to Disney World. I am the captain of an RV and it is all your fault. This has been one disaster after another. And I really think that this time we are totally screwed. Haven't we been tortured enough? I don't know this. It's it's sad to think that the show's getting canceled after after its next season. I think the show's been has gotten better. I think they should have had more more turn- turnover and more inter- more introductions of new heroes than they've had. That's what they said that initially. They were going to do. They were going to like they're going to they were going to kind of have a, a rotating door of superheroes coming in and out. They have just not as much as I would have expected. So I'll go ahead and share this on Facebook as well, which will then also be shared on the website and on Twitter. This will be good. Check out check out the trailer though for this because it shows in the beginning it shows (laughs) it it shows the Hall of Justice. From the Super Friends, in in the real world, and then it shows the silhouettes of Supergirl, Green Arrow, and the Flash from the MCU. <laughs> but <laughs> when when the lights come on, it's it's uh, Sarah Lance, and. Uh, Oh, God, I can't remember his real name, but Steel and then the Atom. <laughs> oh, it's funny. <coughs> well, Oh, I hate having a cold. Every time I have a cold, it aggravates my asthma like crazy. So the coughing ends up lasting longer than the actual cold, which is... Im- Annoying as shit. See here. Just checking the notifications on my phone to see if I had anything important there. Nope, not important at all. All right, so what else we have here? Let's see. If your movie's called The Quake, don't take more than an hour to get to The Quake. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's like calling the movie Batman and then only seeing him the last ten minutes. Or, you know, the Force Awakens and only showing you Luke at the very last minute of the movie. That's just me. Oh here we go. This is interesting. Let me get this to load up. This was on the nerdist.com. Everything we know about Star Wars the Mandalorian. Uh, Sometime after Disney Plus launches later this year, the streaming service will set a course to a galaxy far, far away with the first ever live-action Star Wars series, The Mandalorians. The show will explore the time period of great upheaval after the fall of the Empire and before the First Order became a threat. But those... uh, but whose story uh, will it tell during the dangerous and important era in the galaxy and when will we expect to see it here's everything we know about the Mandalorian so far premise and setting it says here the show will, will uh, the show will follow the tri- the tri- The Tra- travails of a long, a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. The warrior uh, will hail from Mandalore, a planet whose di- uh, distinct armor was made famous by Django and Boba Fett. But set photos reveal that the project will include. A return to Tatooine for at least part of the first season. The, the, the show is expected to show travel to other locales. Um, the series will begin three years after The Return of Jedi. Which puts it, it far closer in time to the original trilogy. Than it does the events of The Force Awakens. That's why a classic villain... Guarded by some very dangerous Empire era stormtroopers, could play an important role on the show, as well as the beloved hero from another Star Wars series. Really? Hmm. Oh man, now I want to know. You know, that line is actually a link. Let's click on it. Oh, dude. (gasps) That's right. Okay, so... Spoiler alert! Alright, so you've been warned. Um, I just clicked that link and it basically says Sabine from Rebels. How cool would it be to see a live-action Sabine? Oh my god, that's amazing. Another service I'm going to have to subscribe to. Even though I'll probably is going to do it anyway. But that that seals it for me. Uh, uh. While a few Star Wars novels and video games have been set in this period. It is still under explored time. Ripe for further storytelling. In a tweet by John Favreau, it says: "After the stories of Django and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe: the Mandalorian. It's set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the tra- the travails of a lone uh, gunfighter." In the outer reaches of the, of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. So we already read that part. All right. Ooh, it looks like it looks like George Lucas had uh, showed up on set. There's a picture of of John Favreau and George Lucas. Wow! Either John Favreau is really tall. <laughs> or George Lucas is a is a munchkin. Oh my goodness. I didn't think John Favreau was that tall. <laughs> John Favreau is easily like six inches taller than 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 George Lucas. George Lucas has to be. I always thought George Lucas was like you know five foot five ish. Maybe that is accurate. Then I don't know. God, I hope he's not short. <laughs> well, you know, when, when you when you think of someone who created the greatest universe in the world, you think he, he's going to be a big guy, a big tall guy. Birthday surprise! Oh, that was um, that's cool. Uh, the show has no official release date. Yet, but Disney Plus launches in the fall of 2019 while The Mandalorian compl- completed principal shooting at the end of February. The series is most likely going to debut sometime in 2020 after episode 9 comes out in theaters this December. Oh shit, that's right. We get another Star Wars movie this year. So, lots of photos here. Oh, I gotta watch this show. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and share this on 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 the on the social medias and the website. I don't know. I've 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 longed for a live action Star Wars show since the first movie came out, you know, I always thought it would be cool to see that continued as, is a weekly series. We had, when I was a kid, um, droids and Elox cartoons. And I've, I've watched them in the last few years. I, uh, a couple of years back, a friend of mine had, had a copy of both of them. And I, and I watched them, and I I remember them fondly, but I don't remember them being. It's one of the, it's one of the situations where it's it was better in my memory than it is in reality. <laughs> it not as terrible as not as terrible as the holiday special, mind you. But it's still not great. So, all right. Well, I think that is it for today. And uh, I, uh, like I said earlier on, um, I have another podcast I'm doing with a friend called The Derp is Out There. And it's basically, we're going to be uh, talking about um, conspiracy theories and in pop culture. So things that are related to, to conspiracy theories in pop culture, things like, of course, X-Files, Men in Black, Uh, There's a new show on History Channel called The Project Blue Book. If you've not seen it, I highly recommend it. Especially if you like The X-Files or Men in Black. It's a great show. Um, Ancient Aliens is another good show to watch if you like those types of things. We'll be talking about all those things on on new episodes of the show. Um, Although I think going forward we're going to be doing a Recordings um, via Skype or some other online format because I can't. Uh, <coughs> 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 Excuse me. <sighs> I hate this cough. Um, because I can't. I just can't afford to drive all the way into to Bremerton every every time we would go to record or we want to record. Although I think we will. Make you know make a point to record whenever we hang out, so that way we have those recordings. But um, I don't think I'm going to be traveling to record because this last time I did it was <coughs> <is> when I <coughs> got st- sick. <coughs> Damn it! What's worse <coughs> is I'm not coughing up anything, so. <coughs> This is all like asthma related coughing right here I think and it's I need to find my inhaler that's what it boils down to Anyways <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm babbling at this point Thanks for listening and I will talk to you guys next week